Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. We're seeing the beginning, uh, we're beginning to see the effects of the public service strike in ways that many people have not considered. 700 military members using living quarters at CFB Petawawa lost heat and hot water yesterday or on Wednesday because of the strike. People who operate a plant are off the job. This is now day three of job action. The Ottawa River Regulation Board says it expects water levels to stabilize over the weekend. Major flood thresholds have been exceeded in the Lake Coulange area. Rain over the weekend could lead to another increase in water levels starting on Monday, but regulators still do not anticipate flooding similar to what we saw in 2017 and 2019. And finally, yesterday, Elon Musk started removing those blue check marks from Twitter accounts that aren't paying their eight bucks a month, but some people who said they'd refuse to pay still have them. Elon said he's personally paying for a few Twitter blue subscriptions for celebrities. He later clarified that it's just for William Shatner, LeBron James, and Stephen King. Celebrities like Halle Berry, Ciara, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Kim Kardashian uh, all lost their blue checks as of last night. Ice-T still has his blue check without subscribing, although he did say, quote, the fact that we're even discussing blue check marks is a sad moment in society. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Participation trophies, they're a real thing, but some people hate them. (laughs) Yeah, uh, some people think that it leads to the decline in society. (laughs) (laughs) There are some arguments to be made about participation trophies, but people in North Carolina are over them and are calling for a ban to eliminate the participation trophy in what's called the Elimination Participation Trophies Act. (laughs) It sounds serious because it is. It would ban all participation trophies at all youth sporting events in North Carolina that are sponsored by state or local governments. And if an event or league gets government funding, any trophies or ribbons they give out have to be based on, quote, identified performance (laughs) achievements. So it can't just be random. You got to tell me what you're a winner for. Yeah. Um, You have to achieve something. Yes. And the idea is to stop making kids think they're all a winner just because they showed up for something. Yeah. I've seen this, uh, the thinking you're amazing Mm -hmm. bit from my Mm -hmm. kids sometimes. Just like, I'm really good at this. I'm like, are you? And like a lot of people are like, you say that to your kid. I'm like, well, I don't want him walking around thinking he's amazing at something when he's not. But because we've all met grownups who were told that they were amazing, you know, for years by their own parents. And they're terrible humans. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? They're really not that great. So in general, just so you know, most of these trophies and ribbons go to really young kids and they usually get phased out by middle school. Like that's not really a thing once you get a little bit older. Uh, some people argue that they're harmless souvenirs for kids. Right. And other people say that it's it's giving them a false representation of what life <laughs> is like out there. What do you think? I think it's insane. Like, uh, I think it's crazy, <laughs> literally, that uh, uh, that someone in North Carolina is putting forth a law <laughs> that stops it. I, I like, yes, I understand that for sure. Like, just showing up and getting a trophy it misleads you into the world. Yeah. Because you get out in the real world and you're like, what? No one's but giving I'm here. you. Why isn't there yeah. a parade? I know. No I one's showed giving up to you work one. today. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that you need a law. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, who do people go to jail if they get a participation? <laughs> I know. What, what happens if you? It's like, yeah. Do they do checks? Yeah. Right. Like they did back in the war. Yeah. There's like a Gestapo. Yeah. For yeah. This. They walk yeah, in they with they their knock jack on the door. boots. <laughs> yeah. You gotta hide all your trophies <laughs> yeah, under the floor. Quick, hide the trophies. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so I think that like really young kids should get them because most sports that you put your young kids into, they're not competitive sports anyway. Right. But if your kid shows some skill and you start, you know, honing that skill and putting them in other, then okay, yeah, I totally agree, but... Like, really? The participation trophy is funny to me because the real trophy is always elaborate and amazing compared to it. So it's like they're still, kids are still like, oh, I want that trophy. You still have the same feeling. That's actually a good point. Even if they did go through with the Eliminate Participation Trophies Act, you could still (laughs) find one at the dollar store, right? right? Yeah. like, you did it, but make sure you do it undercover. (laughs) Right? Right? And don't leave this near the store. It'll melt. (laughs) There you go. Elimination Participation Trophies Act. That is serious stuff. Very, very serious about it. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. You walk into a restaurant and everything looks okay, looks fine. It's nicely decorated. Everything's good, but, oh, it disappoints. Coming up, restaurant red flags according to chefs. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Ever walked into a restaurant and thought to yourself, I wonder how this is going to go. Yeah. Well, you know, you walk in, you're like, it's a total crapshoot, really. It's hard to tell sometimes, and you can't always make that call online, right? I've been in simple places that serve amazing food and then super fancy places that are not that great. It's true. And sometimes some of the best food is in, like, the biggest dives or seedy places you you could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. But as a whole, there are some general things you should watch out for. Red flags that chefs are putting together. For the average person so that we can have a better understanding of whether or not a restaurant is low quality. Okay. Okay. What are we looking for? So let's start with smell, which obviously (laughs) you cannot understand uh, online. Right. You you have to walk in. It's almost too late for you then. You know, you're already there. You could easily just turn around and walk out if you smell like a sour smell or any sort of disinfectant. Like if it smells like bleach or I don't know if you've ever smelled the dirty rag that's been all over the tables. Yes, I've smelled that before. And that was a pizza night suddenly. Yeah. No Uh, way, man. Definitely a red flag, according to chefs. If there's a fish tank, take a look at the fish tank. It has to be clean because if the fish tank is clean, it's a good indication that the kitchen is too. And that's probably true of the whole place, I would think. Like any other places, like... Oh my God, you're having a de- you're having yeah. a time right now. So, well, because these people they make the food that goes in your mouth, mm. you know, and like what goes on back there. You're putting a lot of trust in people when you go to eat out. <laughs> yes, you are. Also, that you're not going to get sick and die from what they're feeding you. <laughs> Red flags. This is going through your head. Yes. Oh my God. Dirty bathrooms and dirty floors obviously are a huge indication of a low quality restaurant. It means the kitchen is also dirt. My yeah. Dirt. yeah. A huge menu. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting. You see this a lot on reality shows when they do, like, the restaurant makeovers. When a restaurant has way too many items on a menu, it means they don't do any of them very well. Yeah. Um, The other thing is, uh, if I see pictures on the menu, it's an indicator. It depends, though. Because if I'm I'm in an Asian restaurant Mm -hmm. and there's pictures on the menu... Thank goodness. You're like, thank I've, you. Yeah. Otherwise, I have no idea. What I'm, oh, okay, okay. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm reading. But if you're, you shouldn't be at like a high-end fancy restaurant with pictures. <laughs> right. 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 Or stained menus, dirty stained menus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yucky, yucky, yucky. Uh, but big menus are not good. They're also an indication of a lot of frozen food. Which that is makes sense, I, right? W- always goes to How my could, head. You couldn't possibly keep no. all that in and all that no. fresh, right? No. Carpets, big, big, big one. Look at the carpet. Is it disgusting? Leave. The bread. Here's another one. Chefs say this is a huge red flag. If they can't get the bread right, they don't know anything about food. (laughs) 
That is, uh, they're not pulling punches on that. (laughs) It's crazy. Wow. So here are some more red flags for you to find out whether or not a restaurant is low quality. If you can smell the seafood when you walk in, it's probably not fresh. Same thing as if you're cooking it at home. Right. Uh, Lots of plates left half full. People aren't eating. They're not finishing their meals. Oh, I never thought of that. You walk in the restaurant, you look around, and people are finished eating, but there's lots of food on the plates. Interesting. Grossy gross. Uh, stock photos on the menu, cheap silverware, that kind of thing, like bad tablecloths. Got it. And finally, and this is something I think that we can all relate to because it's happened at least once or twice, I imagine, uh, to you and to you, Jeff. Yeah. When you walk in and you stand at the door and no one greets you and no one makes eye contact and no one cares about how long you've been standing there. That's, yeah, that happens uh, more often than you want to yeah. admit. And it suggests that... No one likes working there, and there, therefore, like, does anyone care about working there? Right. If you don't care, then dirty kitchen. Yeah. Bad <laughs> management, dirty right. kitchen. Right, right. Got Ugly it. carpets, dirty kitchen. You see, it all comes back to the dirty kitchen. And that's what we're <laughs> supposed to be most afraid of, <laughs> yes. according to you. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. There is nothing worse than feeling groggy right after you wake up. That sluggish morning feeling where... Man, you just want to keep sleeping. It's the worst. It really is the worst, and a lot of people are suffering from this. And you shouldn't be feeling exhausted after you wake up. You should be feeling somewhat rested. That would be the normal feeling. That's how, well, I imagine other people feel. (laughs) Like, what's that like? In case you don't feel that way, in case you woke up again this morning feeling like, oh, man, I could really use more sleep, and I'm just not feeling myself, there could be several reasons why. Okay. All right. First, the most obvious is you might be too sedentary during the day. You're not getting enough exercise. Okay. Okay. So you're, you know, you're sitting around, you're not doing a whole, and your body gets used to that. Yeah. Believe it or not. So then you're exhausted when you do anything else. Got it. And experts say uh, you should shoot for at least two and a half hours of physical activity a week. And that, especially in the summer, should be easy enough to do. Yeah. That's only five half hour uh, gym sessions or but you don't have to go to the gym either right you play tennis you run do around literally anything anything go yeah. up and down your stairs go for a walk around the block right uh, but if you haven't been doing anything that could actually be affecting your sleep uh, something else you could be waking up really tired because uh, you think seven hours of sleep is enough for you everyone's different it's true. Some, Some people need less. God, I hate those people. I know, right? They pop up after six hours. They're like, let's face the day. Oh, my gosh. Some people even Ugh. need nine hours of sleep. Can you yeah. believe that? My wife's one of these people. She needs more sleep than a normal person, uh, or I'm totally scammed into believing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, inconsistent sleep can also obviously affect how you feel when you wake up. Okay. Uh, people, that might be us. Yeah. People think they can stay up late on a Friday or a Saturday and then, you know, sleep in on a Sunday. But uh, your body will definitely feel jet lagged if you have a regular schedule during the week. Fair enough. But it's not fair enough because I'm not getting up at 430 on a su- on a Sunday or a Saturday. I'm just not going to do it. So. Right. Well, that's, that's just too bad. No. I guess. Yeah. You're not going to keep this schedule. We're, we, we, there's no answer for us. <laughs> this is for people who feel tired of getting up at 7. Here's the thing. If you wake up at 7 a.m. Uh, during the week for work or you get up at 8 a.m. during the week sure. for work, you should shoot for that on the weekends. I ish, know. It ish. sucks. You're allowed to it sleep sucks. in a little. But it does say that uh, you, you should not stray too much, okay? If you're feeling groggy the second you wake up, you could be dehydrated. You're not drinking enough water. I think about that one a lot. Am, yeah. I, am I dehydrated? Yikes. I think you might be uh, uh, yeah. a little dehydrated. I might be a raisin over here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And finally, you might have to get rid of your partner. 
That's for real. Pardon? Yeah. If your partner sucks at sleeping, you're you're going to suffer. Are there so, good sleepers and bad sleepers? Yeah. I guess there are. Yeah. Time to kick him out of bed. Okay. Him. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's never her. <laughs> your, your, your wife is sitting there soundly asleep and you're staying up at night. Maybe it's time to show her the door, Jess. Okay. <laughs> Put her in the spare room. Oh, why would we do earplugs? <laughs> Let's get rid of our spouses. Yeah, it's way easier. Okay. <laughs> they have houses for them. <laughs> the Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. We're beginning to see the effects of the public service strike in ways that many people may not have considered. 700 military members using living quarters at CFB Petawaba lost heat and hot water on Wednesday because of the strike. People who operate a plant are off the job. This is now day three of job action. The Ottawa River Regulation Board says it expects water levels to stabilize over the weekend. Major flooding uh, thresholds have been exceeded in the Lake Coulange area. Rain over the weekend could lead to another increase in water levels starting on Monday, but regulators still do not anticipate flooding similar to what we saw in 2017 and 2019. And finally, a fake product called Baby Mute went viral this week. It's a mask that you would strap to your kid's head to muffle their crying. A fake website for it claims it quiets the sound of their baby cries by 87%. You can check this out at babymute.com. And at first glance, it really does look legit. There's a photo of a kid wearing one and another one that shows it in the packaging. The tagline is, muzzle your baby during long flights and movie nights. Now, if you try and order, it says they're currently out of stock. Now, the site also says a guy named Brad Goss is behind it, and that part is actually true. He's a Canadian comedian who posted a link to Instagram on Tuesday. It went massively viral after someone posted a screenshot on Reddit. A lot of people who fell for it got angry, listen to this, because it didn't seem safe or they thought it was cruel, but others are actually upset because it wasn't real. They want to mute their baby. Please don't have a baby then. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Today we're playing for $100 in Lotto 649 vouchers, guaranteed gold ball jackpot, and the classic jackpot of $5 million up for grabs. So you get encore with this too. If you can answer this question on a phones only Friday, 613 750 9494. If you know the answer to this useless question, 48% of single people have received this from a date or a match on a dating app. All right, 48% of single people have received this from a date or a match on a dating app. What is it? 613-750-9494. If you are in the game, as in single, you probably know the answer already. 48%, almost half of people, of single people, have received this from a date or a match on a dating app. So you're getting it from the person you're dating or went on a date with or matched with on a dating app. Either way. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. 48% of single people have received this from a date or a match on a dating app. Let's go to the phones. Pure Country. Morning, Jeff. Hey, what's your guess? Uh, how about a racy picture? Um, More specific. Uh, nude. Okay. What's your name? Daryl. Daryl? Yes. Daryl, it is unsolicited nudes. You're the first caller and got the answer right away. It's not a surprise. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Not for anyone receiving them, but 
No, no, definitely it, not. It's never ladies <laughs> sending it to guys. It's always the other way, and no one ever wants to see it. So there you go. Uh, that's exactly right. Too funny. Daryl, you got yourself $100 in Lotto 649 vouchers with Encore and a guaranteed jackpot of $5 million plus the gold ball. So good luck. Thank you very much. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. What does it mean to be a good neighbor? There are some unspoken rules out there, and there we have them for a lot of things in life. According to State Farm, all you have to do is be there. <laughs> that is true. All right. You used to be um, an avoidant neighbor, Jeff. Yeah, which is also a good type of neighbor, in my opinion. One who keeps to themselves is quiet. Yeah, but it's you're a quiet a, neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was a quiet man. <laughs> we really didn't suspect anything, right? Uh, but then, of course, you're not very helpful either when you're no. that, when you're that guy. No, which is by design. Isn't that nice? Yeah, nobody asks you for anything. No one knows you. All right. Well, that's not part of being a good neighbor. That's true. I would uh, agree with that. Now that you are in the uh, other home that you're living in, I love it. Uh, things have been very different. You're a different kind of neighbor. I am. I'm uh, I'm into my whole neighborhood. I like them all. They're okay. really good people. Well, what do you think makes a good neighbor? I think um, being friendly is number one. All right. No way. Uh-huh. I would say just being nice on the street. Okay. Um, offering to help out with things. Offering? Yeah. Whoa. Without being asked? Yeah. Like like what? Well, if they're dealing with something, if I see somebody like struggling with something, I'm like, hey, you need a hand? Mm. I would do that. Um, and then drinking with your neighbors makes you a good neighbor, too. Those are my three rules. All what right. are the official rules? We, they're very close. Really? Very close. <laughs> uh, you don't actually have to be super friendly. You just have to be helpful. Oh, helpful. Yeah. Okay. In different ways. Okay. Uh, so, like, if you have uh, a neighbor who's getting packages delivered to their house, like, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't steal them. Oh, what? That makes yeah. you a good neighbor not stealing? That's correct. This is our baseline in 2022? <laughs> That's right. Amazing. Don't be a porch pirate. Wow. <laughs> Arr, matey. <laughs> uh, if you're parking on the street, now this is a big one. This is mm-hmm. all about being a good neighbor. Again, unwritten, unspoken rule is if there is room for two cars to park in front of a driveway, you should allow for two cars to park there. Okay. If you're parking in front of a house. Some boulevards have room for two cars to park in front of a house. Yes. You sh- and some people park in the middle of that boulevard. Oh, I see what you're and saying. Yes, yes, yes. That's a really crappy thing to do. Here's a, a confusing thing I've seen in neighborhoods where you have space in front of your own house, but choose to park in front of another house. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is weird. I've seen that happen a lot. I'm like, what's what going is. on with that? That is interesting. Mm. Maybe because the people who own the house don't want to look... At, at their own car? car? Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to look at your car either. That's really weird. <laughs> I know. Why does that bother us so much when people park in front of our house? Why is that? It wouldn't bother me if the if the street was packed with mm. other cars and they had no other place to go, but okay. just parking right in front of my house when there's like huge swaths of room all over the place it's next so to true. your house? Weird. We don't know why it's annoying. It just is. It okay? just is. Uh, also, unspoken <laughs> rule about being a good neighbor is you should give your neighbors a heads up if you're going to have a party and there's going to be some noise late at night. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a nice yeah. thing to do. I think you could take that a step further and just invite them. I guess. You don't have to, though. That's not on the list. Just relax. You don't have to take well, it. Am I like a super neighbor? Now, all of a sudden, what? You're like the expert on being a nice neighbor? Look Come at this on. guy. Who does he think he is? <laughs> Pick up after your pets. I feel like this is yeah. just... Come on. If we have to say that this is an unspoken rule, you're just a bad person. <laughs> Be mindful of how loud your vehicle is. Now, this is something... I've got a couple of new people on the street who just really don't understand that that's not nice. Well, I mean... If you own, like, a, a Mustang Shelby, like, what are you supposed to do? Not rev it. 
Oh, yeah. Don't go. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. I got um, you. Be mindful of how loud your dogs are. Keep your cats inside. These are unspoken, unwritten rules of being a good neighbor. Right. Don't peek over anybody's fence. Don't be looking in on your neighbors because some people do that. And if you have people, <laughs> and this is weird because you might not know, but, you know, cut your lawn even if you don't have grass, if it's weeds Oh, growing. yeah. That's right. People have allergies. Also, it's just not nice. Yeah. Just I see it a lot. Down. I see, like, you'll see throughout my neighborhood, it's amazing. People are really good with their lawns. Yeah. I'm not like some lawn rock star or anything. That's for sure. But then you go by and someone's got, like, yeah. what looks like a wildflower thing. And it's not yeah. on purpose. You can tell the ones that are on purpose. <laughs> this is not on purpose. <laughs> like, there's like half grass and yep. then the mullet of the yard yep. takes over and you're yep. like, what's happening? I know. And, and even if you're not going to be the kind of person who cares about their grass, that's fine it's a lot of work not everybody has the resources but at least cut your weeds yeah just do us a favor or like like one of my neighbors put pebbles all over the front lawn they don't want to deal with it yeah so go ahead you do you but just make sure that it's kept yeah it is nice though grass creates oxygen hello (laughs) ottawa's morning pickup with sophie and jeff the podcast podcast. you can tell it's spring in ottawa because everyone is dying to get Active. So many things going on uh, coming our way. CN Cycle for Chio. Looking forward to that. Canada Army Run as well. But the big, big, big one. Uh, Ottawa Race Weekend. Pure Country 94 proudly supports Tamarack Ottawa Race Weekend. Uh, across Ottawa Gatineau, more and more people out running, walking, preparing for the Tamarack Ottawa Race Weekend. You see them out there. You're like, wow, those guys are hardcore. Yeah, they're getting ready. It, it, we've gotten warmer and warmer weather. It means all along the canal sidewalks and pathways in our beautiful city, you'll see people out and being active. Now imagine running along that for Ottawa Race Weekend. It is, I've done it. I did the half marathon uh, a few years ago. A, a truly a, a great life experience, even if you only ever do it once. Uh, join the thousands of people from your community participating in Tamarack Ottawa Race Weekend, May 27th to 28th, so it'll be even nicer than it is now. <laughs> Run, walk, roll, fundraise, donate, volunteer, and cheer. Yeah, that's the other thing that's totally amazing. You're running along, and there's people on the side of the street taking time out of their day to like make signs and cheer you on. It's incredible. Details, if you want to be a part of the magic, runottawa.ca. We'd love to see you out there. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. We're beginning to see the effects of the public service strike in ways that many people may have not considered. 700 military members using living quarters at CFB Petawawa lost heat and hot water on Wednesday because of the strike. People who operate a plant are off the job. This is now day three of job action. OPP are investigating a double homicide east of Hawkesbury. Officers from Quebec Provincial Police were contacted about a possible crime scene on the Ontario side on Tuesday. OPP officers went to a home in Chute-à-Blondeau, where two people were found dead. One person was arrested in Quebec. And finally, it's something straight out of a movie, but it happened at Toronto's Pearson Airport. A total of $20 million worth of gold and other high-value goods were stolen on Monday. Everything followed standard procedures. The goods were transferred from the plane to a storage facility, and that's where they were swiped. Police were contacted shortly after. They haven't divulged which airline it came from. Police say they have no idea where the gold is or if it's even in the country still. Someone please turn this into a movie, right? Like, let's let's get this. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Matt from Wendover is ready to play the $1,000 Minute. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> I've got 10 questions for you. And those questions, if you answer them all correctly in one minute, will lead to 1000 bucks for you. 
perfect? Yeah, it is. You'd have to be. Um, but if you aren't perfect, we'll give you 10 bucks for every single question you do get right. If you don't know the answer to something, you can pass and we'll come back to it, but only if there's time. And, Matt, uh, if you say something, whatever you say first is the answer I have to accept, okay? Okay. All right, Matt, you ready for your $1,000 minute? Sure, let's go. Let's do it in three, two, one. Name a tractor company. Uh, John Deere. What is the drinking age in Gatineau? 18. Generally, how old do you have to be to rent a car? Uh, I'll say 18. What car company makes the Golf? Uh, Volkswagen. What does CIBC stand for? Uh, Canadian Institution. Uh, pass. <laughs> how many provinces are there in Canada? Uh, I'll say so, you, sorry? 11. <laughs> what superhero is known as the Man of Steel? Man of Steel is Superman. Where is Nassau? Where is what? Na- Nassau. Nassau? Uh, that's in Australia? What's the more common term for myocardial infarction? Uh, heart attack? What country is the statue Christ the Redeemer located in? Pass. All right. Uh, and we're out of time now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Let's have a look and see how we did here, uh, Matt. Uh, how do you feel? Uh, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think you did all right. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. With the answers I gave. <laughs> yeah. Name a tractor company. John Deere is correct. New Holland, Kubota, whatever you like. Uh, yep. What is the drinking age in Gatineau? Everyone knows this answer. Yep. 18. Generally, yep. how old do you have to be to rent a car? Generally, you have to be 25. 25. You okay. said 18, unfortunately. What car right. company makes the Golf? You knew it was Volkswagen. What does CIBC yep. stand for? You're like Canadian institution. Uh, Nope, Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. Oh, yeah, that's good. How many provinces are there in Canada? <laughs> we know how old you can have to be to drink in Gatineau, don't we, Matt? But we don't know how many provinces are in Canada. No, I know. Oh, boy. It's 10. That, that bitch, yeah, 11 is incorrect. What superhero is known as the Man of Steel? Superman is right. Where is NASA? Bahamas. Bahama, Would have been yeah. the correct answer, not Australia. What's the more common term for myocardial infarction? You're like, heart attack? Yeah, heart attack. Nice. And what country is the statue Christ the Redeemer located in? Brazil. It's that big statue on the mountain oh, with the arms yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, okay. You would have okay. known that if you saw the picture, for sure. Yeah, I saw Fast and the Furious a couple times, you know. There you go. Matt, nice <laughs> job. 50 bucks, buddy. Perfect. Selfie and Jeff. The podcast. Now it's time to play everybody's favorite game, Who Said That? Friday Flex, tickets and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas. Reward your love of movies with Landmark Extras. Info at LandmarkExtras.com. Okay, instead of telling me the actor or anything like that, because this movie's over 20 years old, I just want you to tell me the name of the movie, okay? That's all you have to do today. And you can text it, because we've been doing a lot of phone calls. So, 94-94-94. If you know the answer, let me know. What movie is this? What do you have in your hand? Thrown down the pink slip, just like you. The pink slip to what, the Jetta? Yeah. You can't bet your dad's car. It's all right. I ain't losing. This fool is running a Honda 2000. I'll win. That way me and my dad can roll together when he gets out of prison. It's all good. Well, they're going to throw him right back in prison after he kills you. 
Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. We played a clip of a movie for you and got text. Let's go to the phones. Hello? Hi, is this Amanda McDonald? Yes. Hi, Amanda. Jeff Hopper from Pure Country 94. Good. We're playing Friday Flicks. You texted us really quickly. I played you a clip. What do you have in your hand? Throwing down the pink slip, just like you. The pink slip to what? The Jetta? Yeah. You can't bet your dad's car. It's all right. I ain't losing. This fool is running a Honda 2000. I'll win. That way, me and my dad can roll together when he gets out of prison. It's all good. Well, they're going to throw him right back in prison after he kills you. What is the name of that movie? The very first one, it was Paul Walker doing most of the talking there. Oh, we lost a great. It's too bad. But uh, Amanda, just for knowing that, you're going to the movies. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, Friday Flicks. Uh, tickets and treats for two to Landmark Cinemas. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for playing. Perfect. Thanks. Maybe I'll go see the 10th one with this. There you go. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. People online are sick of stuff, and they're sharing their opinion. Cranky old men aren't the only ones out there yelling at clouds <laughs> uh, they on for social media a bunch of people sharing what they have no patience for anymore it's all over no longer any patience for any of this garbage and the list is pretty good like it seems pretty normal to me family drama number one on the list we don't have any time for family drama anymore that's it no longer any family drama no time we, when did we ever have time like oh let's get into some family drama <laughs> Working outside of work hours, people are fed up with. People who text and drive, we're finished with them too, even though you're everywhere. Um, waiting on people who are constantly late, constantly late to plans is another thing people are fed up with and no longer have any patience for. And it, rounding at the top five, people who litter is on the list as well. Can you think of any others? There's a few other things in here I like a lot. Real highlights. Anything that has the word influencer in it. <laughs> I understand that. Um, people being on their phone while in conversation with you. It's so rude. It's crazy. Slow Wi-Fi. We're fed up with ever dealing with slow Wi-Fi. It's 2023. Let's go. There should be no reason. Anyway, all of those, uh, all of those. but a real standout in the top 15 is airports. We're just fed up with airports in general. And I think we can all agree. We don't no longer have any patience for that. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. That's it. Friday in the books for me. What a good one. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with me this week. Sophie back on Monday. Looking forward to it after her trip to Chile. Very fun. Going to get the rundown on how that went with her. We'll get all of those details. Um, again, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Enjoy the Cottage Life and Backyard Show this weekend. If you're headed there at EY Center, tickets again at shows.cottagelife.com if you're interested in going. Other than that, we got you into your weekend. Don't miss the iHeartRadio Pure Country Countdown tomorrow morning at Sunday at 6, where we count down the top songs of the week. That's always a fun one, too. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.